We're in a situation where we have put together, and you guys did, did it for our administration, the President Obama's administration before this. We have put together, I think, the most extensive and inclusive voter fraud organization in the history of American politics. I don't care if you think I'm Satan reincarnated. The latest on an alleged plan to assassinate Donald Trump. This man grabbed by police at a packed rally in Las Vegas, and ABC's Pierre Thomas has new details in Washington. Weighing up the mood of conservative America in a gun show in West Virginia. Among the rifle racks and ammunition, there's anger and a dark talk of looming conflict. Senator Rand Paul was allegedly assaulted at his own We are witnessing a radicalization of libertarians all across the country. Dear viewers, we have just received word that Libertarian Death Squad are taking over. We have come to take our country back. He also worries that civil war could be on the way back. There are fears a her son, 19-year-old Horace Lorenzo Anderson, was shot and killed inside the then-cop-free zone that persisted for weeks on Capitol Hill. Is over of Afghanistan now inevitable? No, it is not. It's taken just four weeks for that statement to be proved so um, spectacularly and alarmingly wrong. Reality, thousands of miles away, is now on him. China is urging its citizens not to travel abroad as it struggles to contain the virus. We will be standing up Christmas Island as a quarantine. Go, Brandon, I agree. Hey, by the way, China are you in now banned from entering the country. Christmas Island today declared that the coronavirus Name three things that don't hang themselves. That's what the American people think. Hi, everyone. Welcome to our Ron DeSantis Twitter space. Hello? Is my microphone working correctly? George, can you just wait while we... Hello? Can you hear me? We can all hear you, George. Can you just hold on for a second? Hilfa, I don't think they can hear me. <coughs> I can hear you fine, George. Just speak to the I don't microphone. think George knows how to use Twitter. Hello? Uh, can you hear me now? Can I please make my big announcement now? Everyone just... Hello? Just shut up, George. Can somebody just mute George? <laughs> Dick, could you try not to cough on the... <coughs> okay, so how are we going to take out Trump, you guys? Uh, uh, guys from the FBI, this is not a private call. This is a public Twitter space. Everyone can listen in. God damn it.
uh, anyway, guys, we uh, invited everyone to this uh, this Twitter space so Governor Ron DeSantis could. <coughs> everyone, just shut the hell up so I can make my announcement, okay? You go, girl. Wait, the devil is gay? So what? Everyone in this call is gay. I happen to know every single one of you has a Guys, can we please just calm down? So anyway, guys, I just wanted to announce that I'm... Okay, I can hear the governor very well. Shut up, Would you please shut up already? I'm running for fucking president, okay? Yeah. We kind of already, we already knew about know, it. Governor. Congratulations, Governor. <coughs> uh, well, that concludes our Twitter space for today. Thank you to all of our... Hold your horses, Elon. The real president is going to say a few words. The devil, I'm going to kick your ass very soon. Hitler, you're already dead. Dick Cheney sounds like you'll be joining Hitler very soon. Klaus Schwab and George Soros, I'm putting both your asses in jail. And Ron DeSanctimonious can kiss my big, beautiful 2024 presidential ass. Trump 2024, baby. Let's go. Florida man bumbles into election. Welcome back to Inside Four Walls. I am, of course, your host, James Madison. And just two days ago now, Ron DeSantis announced his presidential campaign, and the roast has been 48 hours in counting. That's right, folks. Like when I said a long time ago, just just a few episodes I said this in. I don't know which one's off the top of my head, but I said Ron DeSantis running for president is career suicide. And, uh, man, it is not off to a great start. Then, when it was being speculated that he was going to be announcing on Twitter, I said it's a terrible fucking idea because, overwhelmingly, his supporters tend to be boomerific as hell, and boomers barely know how to use fucking Twitter. And Twitter spaces began to crash. Now, there is a reason for that. A lot of people were saying that Twitter was, uh, uh, unable to handle it, or, well, one side is saying Twitter can't couldn't handle so many people watching it. That's not true either. Twitter's had much long, much larger, more active live streams than that. No, as we'll get into the episode, what actually happened was uh, Twitter had a Twitter had never had so many people try to get onto a live stream all at once. I still don't know how much I believe that. So all at once. So many people logged onto a live stream that it crashed it, even though there have been live streams that have had many hundreds and hundreds of thousands of more people on them. I just, uh, I don't know. I think it was just an embarrassing day all around. It's a sign from the Keck God Pepe that Ron DeSantis should know his fucking place. Now, before I get into it, I do want to say a little thought here. Let them fight. I said Ron DeSantis running for president would be a terrible fucking idea for quite a few fucking reasons. One, he promised the people of Florida when he was running for re-election that he had no interest in running for president, that his interest was in being the governor of, uh, was in the interest of being uh, governor of Florida. And then he decides to run for president, which, that's a big backtrack. And uh, as I'll, I'll get into an episode later on about this, I don't think I have time to get into it today, but... My nickname for Ron DeSantis is Zion Ron, and I'll get into why I'm going to call him Zion Ron in a later upload today. But 
Zion Ron, man. He's quite popular in Florida, and I will admit, he's one of the best, he's one of the greatest governors we, he's probably the best governor we have in the entire country right now. And probably one of the best we've had in a very long time. Probably top 50, right? However, people in Florida aren't going to want him to run for president, because they don't want to lose him. So they're going to vote for Trump to keep Ron DeSantis in Florida. Now, another angle to this, too, is Trump made Ron DeSantis. And I've talked about this before. Donald Trump made Ron DeSantis. Ron wouldn't have been elected in the first place if Trump didn't endorse him. He, was, he wasn't on track to win. He was on track to fucking lose. Trump endorsed him, and he squeaked by with the thinnest of fucking margins. And then in re-election, he fucking stormed red wave for Ron DeSantis in his re-election. But Trump fucking made him. So now you're going to have Donald Trump looking at this guy, right? Everyone else running for president is running for a job, right? Fair assessment. Everyone else is running for a fucking job. Ron DeSantis is running because he thinks he can beat Trump. So to me, I'm looking at this like it's fucking Frankenstein. You know how like Frankenstein creates this monster and it, and he creates him for the best of intentions. The Frankenstein monster turns on him. It's a, it's Megamind. That's what it is. Ron DeSantis is, is, is Jonah Hill's character, right? I made you to be a good guy. You were supposed to be the best, better than all of them, and you became the bad guy. Look at you. And now I have to put you out. It's such a shame. It's tragic. Does that mean Donald Trump is Will Ferrell in this analogy? Oh, that's phenomenal. That would keep Will Ferrell up at night. Anyway, you get the kind of you kind of get the point, right? And with Trump, we know what we're getting. With DeSantis, we don't know what we're getting. So uh, I just. Ron DeSantis, in my opinion, is fucking dead in the water, right? But everyone else is running for a fucking job. Vivek Ramaswamy is clearly trying to be vice president. And Nikki Haley is trying to raise her profile to raise money, speaking event type deal. Ron DeSantis thinks he can actually beat Trump, so Trump is going to go all fucking in on him. We're already seeing it. The same night he had, the, he had this disastrous Twitter live space, Trump was fucking roasting the shit out of him. And since DeSantis is the only one who's actually trying to be president and not get a job, Trump is going to do everything he can to fucking destroy him. And I'm fucking here for it. Let them fight. Ron DeSantis is going to bring out a side of Trump we haven't seen in a very long time. And it already has. So that's enough fucking ranting. Let's get into the article. Ron DeSantis tries to make a light of disastrous Twitter launch by saying he, quote, broke the internet, calls Biden a listless vessel and lays out his 2024 blueprint after wobbly start really DeSantis you came off like a fucking listless vessel like this right here is literally the first <laughs> as you can see right here uh, this is the first nine minutes of the live stream this is just recording at that point into it just check this out this is a fucking disaster Joining. All right. Sorry about that. We we've got so many people here that I think we are we are uh, kind of helping the servers, uh, which is a good sign. Um, all right. I'd like to just introduce the the, uh, the folks in in the room here. 
So it's safe to say we wouldn't be making history without the man sitting next to me, Elon Musk. His decision to purchase this platform last year to restore to its original mission as a beacon for free speech and even to expose Twitter's past complicity with a government censorship regime. So boring. Might have surprised many, but not those of us who've known... He has as many... He's as emotional as Kristen Stewart. Freedom to freedom and his money put his money mouth in his mouth. And then the reverb happens, because... These two, this guy's a journalist, I guess, I'm not very familiar with him, but he's in the same exact room as Elon Musk is, and they both have their microphones on, so they're just hearing each other's feedback the whole time, plus Twitter was constantly crashing and the audio was cutting in and out, it was just bad. Elite institutions and corporate media, uh, go ahead and send a, a hard up if you want to say thank you to Elon. Uh, Governor DeSantis first drew my attention and support when I saw how he responded to the COVID pandemic oh. and refused to be the many falsehoods that government experts and their media mouthpieces were feeding us. He kept Florida schools open. And it's a you know what just happened? Ryan DeSantis' signal dropped. He got dropped off the fucking live stream. <sighs> fucking. You love it. And this one right here from Reuters, which is Ron DeSantis ran into tech troubles during the launch of his 2024 U.S. presidential campaign, with Twitter spaces crashing repeatedly during the Florida governor's live chat with Elon Musk. And the whole time he's like, I want to help America get back on track. And quite frankly, America needs a leader, not someone who's just going to stir up a culture war. It's like, who wrote your fucking script, dude? Ben Stein? My God. Tonight, I'm pleased to introduce two individuals who've done more to loosen the... Oh, there he goes. That's not me, that's them. All right, sorry about that. We, we've we got so many people here that I think we are... We are uh, kind of melting the servers, uh, which is a good sign. Let's see, so... Here we go. Yeah, I think so. Um, oh. Just to simplify this. Oh no! Oh darn! Oh golly gee, Williker. There's 382,000 people on. 2,000 people. So, you heard see. that, by the way. So watching right now is 297,000 people. They've had much bigger streams going. Yeah, I think we've got <laughs> a, just a massive number of people. We saw it jump so to 405,000. Um, so it was a strange. Doubled somewhere. instantly. It's the amount um, of people trying to get on it at once crashing it. Like the Um. Right, we're just uh, reallocating more uh, server capability uh, to be able to handle load here. It's uh, really going going crazy. I'm here. I know. I think I think you broke the internet there. We had over half a million people in one Twitter space, and it was growing by like fifty thousand a minute. So, uh, congrats on uh, on breaking the internet there. <laughs> All right, folks, carrying on. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis announced Wednesday he is running in 2024. The first official campaign video was released just before a disastrous launch a Twitter space of a Twitter space conversation confirming DeSantis' bid. Twitter developed into chaos, devolved into chaos, crashing multiple times as hundreds of thousands of hundreds of thousands logged in to listen to the announcement firsthand, published by Caitlin Carell. Carell? Moving on. Ron DeSantis tried claiming that he broke the internet during his chaotic Twitter presidential campaign launch, but 
did so without breaking a smile. I like what you did there. The Florida governor has a ha <clears throat> sorry. The Florida governor and aspiring presidential. Let me turn on my brightness a little bit because I am just blind as a mo out here. Oh, my keyboard's not working. What the hell? Oh, that's oh, there we go. New keyboard, figuring it out still. Moving on. While delivering a joke and appeared to make light of the haywire announcement, DeSantis did not crack a smile, although he did manage a brief grimace as he ended his speech. The tweet with the video clip said, quote, What can we break next? A leg. Just if you're looking for recommendations. During his conversation with Musk, DeSantis touted his record at dealing with COVID-19, taking veiled swipes at Donald Trump, and promising to reverse everything President Biden was doing at the board. Now, something I can say in favor of Ron DeSantis here is he is likely going to hit Trump right where it fucking hurts. Because he's going to get him on the on the lock and be like, look, you were for the lockdowns. I did two weeks and looked at it. You did two weeks. But the thing is, there's going to be a lot of things that don't quite... Like, a lot of people who are thinking... Oh, we got Trump with these fucking COVID things. You got to make sure you, you go razor thin with it. You got to make sure you, you precision that bitch. Because if you get Trump too much wiggle room, he's going to throw that argument back at you. What do you mean? I did it two weeks. I said after two weeks we needed to lift the ban so they wouldn't. These governors, these Democrat crazy governors and even some Republican governors refused to work with me. Refused to lift the restrictions. Even, let me finish, even after, even after many other states... Many, many weeks in, lifted their restrictions, okay? Florida was not the first. Florida does have the best record. True, true. And that's why I, Donald Trump, endorsed Ron DeSantis for his first governor campaign. A campaign he was, in fact, losing until my golden touch put him in office. That's right, folks. Ron DeSantis wouldn't be here if it wasn't for me. Hmm. But, Pertel, let me ask a governor, what would he do in my exact position? Hmm? And how DeSantis goes from there is completely on him, but that's just one example of one way Trump can go with it, and that's just in an on-the-fly without even really thinking hard about it. You know? And promising to reverse everything President Biden was doing at the border. Good, that's what you want to hear right now. He also attacked Disney, the NAACP travel ban to Florida, and Republicans' culture uh, culture of losing in a campaign launch with Elon Musk plagued by glitches on Twitter spaces. The highly anticipated start of his 2024 presidential or White House run started 26 minutes late and crashed multiple times as hundreds of thousands of users tuned in to listen to DeSantis' conversation with the Twitter CEO, quote, I'm, I'm running for president of the United States to lead our great American comeback. DeSantis said, but we know our country's going in the wrong direction. We see it with our own eyes, and <laughs> we feel it in our bones. Now, this fucking sad video, like, there's very little emotion. Watch this, just... The lethargicness to it. it makes me sleepy. Here's an easy cheat code. Get crazy fast. Because you know, DeSantis bros, right? When Trump first announced his thing, everyone was like, he's sleepy. He seems lazy. Where's Trump? Trump seems tired, man. Where's the energy? I was like, mm, I think it's perfect. 
I think this was a phenomenal campaign announcement. He barely talked about 2020, and what it was is him saying, we need to move forward and focus on winning the future, which is what I've been wanting to hear for the longest fucking time. And then DeSantis comes out with this, and it just is fucking sleepy. Sleepiness. Now watch with me. And the music sucks. Crime infests our cities. Federal government makes it harder. Duh. 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 What horror movie? Is this Pennywise? You know, I feel like there's going to be a jump scare any fucking minute now. For families to make ends meet, and the president floundered. But decline is a choice. It's like a Chris. It's like a. Is attainable, and freedom is worth. It's like a Christopher Nolan soundtrack. Writing the ship requires restoring sanity to our society. Ah shit! To Here our we go again. And integrity to our institutions. Truth must be our foundation, and common sense can no longer be an uncommon virtue. In Florida, we prove that it can be done. We chose facts over fear, education over indoctrination, law and order over rioting and disorder. We held the line when freedom hung in the balance. We showed that we can and must revitalize America. We need the courage to lead and the strength to win. I'm Ron DeSantis, and I'm running for president to lead our great American comeback. I mean, again, I like what he's saying. I like a lot of what Ron DeSantis has done policy-wise, but my God, what a boring, sleepy-ass fucking ad. Oh, goodness gracious. DeSantis also weighed in on climate change during a Fox News interview after the botched announcement, saying, quote, I've always rejected the politicization of the weather. It appeared that DeSantis snubbed Fox for announcement. Something that the platform poked fun at by saying if viewers wanted to actually see or hear Ron DeSantis, they would have to tune in for his interview at 8 p.m. Famous last fucking words. You know what's really funny? Your stream on Twitter was crashing with barely 500,000 active users. Fox still manages to pull in more than that, so... Ron DeSantis on Fox News would have probably done for Fox News what all of, uh, sorry, back. Anyway, if it was on Fox News, Fox News could have handled an uninterviewed announcement, an uninterrupted interview announcement. I mean, this is also so much egg on Elon Musk's face. With the amount of scrolling I had to do just to find the clips I showed you, I think think there's probably some backdoor manipulation with Elon Musk trying not to want not letting these clips show too much probably because you know trying to attract advertisers and that doesn't look good for advertisers but the cat's out of the fucking bag homie it's a little dunsies for you Musk at one point said during the event that the servers were strained and the host blamed the glitches on number on the number of people tuning in which he claimed were a good thing it's not it's really not. Because if it's crashing to the point where you can barely understand or hear what the announcement fucking is, it's not a good thing. Because your message is being chopped up and butchered because of the amount of people trying to look at it. Meaning, with some people trying to look at it, no one got to hear you. It's not a good thing. That's a cope. Quote, just try to get it going. Listeners could hear it. 
as it be <laughs> could hear as it became as it became clear frustration was growing. Moderator David Sachs was trying was a tech entrepreneur close to Musk. Uh, started to talk by claiming DeSantis was engaged in the first uh, in a quote first is uh, first is social media by taking history with the announcement. That's how it's written. That's not me misreading. That's how it's fucking written. I thought I was having a stroke. The event, however, is more likely to be remembered for its series of glitches, just like your series of fucking typos. Twitter Twitter users were quick to send out memes of the haywire announcement one shared an image of the explosion of the tesla ceo starship the tesla ceo starship last month with the caption ron DeSantis learning what happens when you launch things with elon musk brutal i'm pretty sure i saw that too once the event was finally off the ground DeSantis did confirm to elon musk that he has entered the Republican presidential primary race just hours after filing the appropriate paperwork needed to launch a bid for the White House. Once the event was finally off the ground, DeSantis did confirm to the Tesla and Twitter CEO that he has entered the Republican presidential primary race just hours after fi- Wait, what the fuck? They literally posted the exact same fucking thing twice! Jesus Christ, Daily Mail, you're glitchier than a fucking Twitter live space. Okay, so look, I know sometimes I, I my dyslexia acts up. This is genuine, genuinely the Daily Wire acting up here. Ron DeSantis on botched Twitter space. Quote, it broke the internet. Cope harder, bud. Is it going to play? Lucera is scientifically designed. Hey, after a fucking ad. Yeah, all these websites updated their stuff, so now uh, none of my ad blockers actually work. Hey, this is Governor Ron DeSantis. I'm running for president of the United States to lead our great American comeback. We announced that on Twitter Too Spaces cool to earlier come back. tonight. I've been here for years. Because so many people were excited about being on that Twitter space. Now let's see if we can break win red. Please go to rondesantis.com. Donate to the cause. And I think it'll be a night to remember. Thank you, and God bless. Again, that was a lot. What's funny is that's so much more promotion in that one. Quote, thank you for putting up with these technical issues. We are definitely breaking new ground here, Sachs said when the event was up and running. Dude, Twitch could have handled this way better than you. What the fuck happened? This is all just copes. Anyway... As far as I know, no major presidential candidate has ever announced their candidacy on a social media in this way. Yeah, and it's not a great way to get the ball rolling as an example. Throughout the talk, this, just because it's the first doesn't mean it's the best. Come on. Like, just because, uh, like, like, look. What's a good example here? Um, Jesus Christ. I'm trying to think of, like, a really, really good example here. Just because... Vanilla Ice was the first example of a mainstream white rapper. It does not mean he was the best white rapper or is the best white rapper of all time. I mean, logic exists. Have fun with that. 
Anyway, a series of political figures and lawmakers were invited to come off mute and ask the new candidate questions. This included Rep. Thomas Massey, one of the five lawmakers who have already endorsed DeSantis. The conservative, per, uh, the conservative personality Dana Lo- uh, Loesch. DeSantis specifically attacked the federal response to COVID-19 and how he paved the way for reopening earlier than other states. Not all other states. Not all of them, though. The National Association for the Advancement of Colored People, NAACP, issuing a travel advisory to Florida and Disney for injecting gender ideology in elementary school. DeSantis also took a veiled swipe at Donald Trump by claiming he will put an end to the recent Republican culture of losing. That's really funny, dude, because everyone you almost everybody you endorse for president or everyone you endorse in the midterms fucking lost, dog. You were endorsing, well, you know, I think this person in this state would be make a great governor. Lost. Meanwhile, Trump endorsed about 228 candidates. So the 228 candidates, only about 18 lost. Buddy, shut up. Really, shut up. And I'm going to remember you saying culture of losing when you fucking lose. I'm going to remember you fucking said that. Quote, last, last, week, last week, the NAACP issued a travel advisory against your state claiming Florida is not a safe place for minorities to visit. Moderator Sachs said to DeSantis, What do you say to those who've been advised that somehow they aren't welcome in your state? Claiming that Florida is unsafe is totally is a total farce, the governor replied. I mean, are you kidding me? You look at cities around the country, Florida, in Florida, our crime rate is at a 50-year low. You look at the top 25 cities for crime in America, Florida does not have a single one among the top 25. Factually all true, quote, and if you look at the cities like Baltimore and Chicago, you got kids more likely to get shot than receive a first-class education. Yet, I don't see the NAACP batting an eye about the outrage and the carnage that is happening in those areas. Like I said, he said and is saying a lot of things I really like. It's just his delivery fucking sucks. He gives off big Jeb Bush energy, and which is really weird because he used to not give off this fucking weak energy. And now it's all he fucking emanates is pussy vibes. It's wild what happened. Like, in three weeks, he's going to be building a presidential creator clash and apologizing for old content. Oh my god. Anyway. These left-wing groups have been doing it for many, many years. And, at the end of the day, what they're doing is colluding with legacy media to try and manufacture a narrative now, the good news is few Americans are gullible enough to believe this dribble. Just one hour before the video was released, Donald Trump got one more swipe in his uh, in at his main competitor, and most and almost asking for DeSantis to get uh, to get the same sort of attacks from the left that the former president has received over the last several years. I bet I bet they fucking will too. Quote, I'd, I'd like to personally congratulate Rob DeSantimonious on finally announcing that
that he will be entering the race for president of the United States. He quipped, or he quipped in a post on his true social platform, quote, Hopefully he will get the full experience of being attacked by the Marxist, communist, and radical left lunatics of our country, without which he will never know the kind of job he is doing. Trump added, These lowlifes and misfits are far worse than the leaders of hostile foreign countries. They must be soundly defeated in order to make America great again. Regarding the disastrous start to the Twitter space announcement, Democratic National Committee spokesperson Amar Mosa said in a statement, quote, In true Ron DeSantis fashion, his presidential launch was quite literally not ready for prime time. Welcome to the race for the MAGA base, Ron. Ain't that the fucking truth? Just 24 hours of ahead of the chat, the candidate's wife, Casey DeSantis, posted to her Twitter a 30-second clip previewing the launch. DeSantis reported, DeSantis reposted the Florida First Lady's tweet. Or the first, you had that backwards, it's uh, First Lady of Florida's tweet, but alright. The video sparked some confusion, with some believing it was an official launch of the DeSantis presidential campaign, and others questioning why his team decided to use a narrator with a British accent. Please clap. Because launching a bid, before launching a bid, DeSantis had to rely on his allies in Florida, in the Florida legislator, to pass a law that would allow him to run for the highest, I, I talk about this, it's called the Resign to Run Bill office while still continuing to serve out his second term as governor of the Sunshine State. Remember, he promised he wouldn't do this, and then he had to get a, a law passed so he could. The so-called resign-to-run law was nixed last, oh, nice, last month by the Republican supermajority in the Florida legislature. DeSantis signed the bill into law, paving the way for him to launch a presidential bid without being required to step down as governor. Well, here's the thing. Like I said, Florida doesn't want him to run for president. They want him to stay governor. So Florida's looking like they can have their cake and eat it too. DeSantis for, for possibly eight years and then Trump for four years? Or DeSantis for four, for two more terms, so two years apiece, and then Trump, or, or then DeSantis for, you know, Trump for four years, DeSantis for two more terms potentially as governor, before Trump, or, or before DeSantis for possibly four to eight years as president. That's what Florida's thinking. Florida's thinking, if I vote Trump, I keep DeSantis, and I get Trump. Win-win. But Trump still holds a commanding role, a commanding poll lead over DeSantis. And all other 2024 Republican challengers, and Democrats too. The former president holds an outright majority, leading the field with support from 53% of Republicans in the latest CNN SSR's poll released Wednesday, which puts uh, his backing from voters at double that of DeSantis's 26% support. Damn. This is keeping in line with other recent surveys that show DeSantis far behind Trump. And by the way, these announcements did not help that. With a spread that is only gr- that has only grown with Trump facing a slew of legal challenges. That's right, with Trump with Trump in hot water, he's breaking all kinds of records for don- for campaign funds and donations, and he's growing in support in the polls more and more as every new thing is thrown at him, just like what happened in 2016. 
at the age of 44, DeSantis is one of, by the way, one of the main reasons why everything in 2020 worked so hard against Trump is we all were experiencing the pandemic and we were all able to blame him for it. Now we're now he's being thrown having accusations that no one really cares about, no one can relate to. Everyone's like, okay, whatever you say, man, I guess. Fucking weirdo. But moving on. Oval Office. Uh, anyway, DeSantis is one of the youngest younger candidates to launch a bid for the Oval Office and is more than three decades younger than his main rival. As the great Ronald Reagan once said, I will not use my opponent's youth and inexperience against them. Some supporters of DeSantis, and by the way, Trump will say some shit like that, watch. Some supporters of DeSantis say it's time for new blood, and there's even calls for there to be an age limit put on who can run for president of the United States as the country braces for a showdown between 76-year-old Trump and 80-year-old President Joe Biden. Yeah, here's the thing. DeSantis bros, I've been saying that for years on this show. Go back to like the early episodes when politics was barely a part of the show and it was just me and my best friend getting high, playing fucking online video games, and talking about hip-hop culture. The shows have changed a lot over the years. Anyway, and now now that, that Trump's just beating DeSantis' ass, now DeSantis' bros are like, oh no, you need to stop that. Stop that right now. Fuck you. You wet fucking towels. I'm saying you're saying let them fucking fight. Let them fight. For me, I've come around to the idea that it needs to be mental acuity, honestly, because I want... I want Ron Paul to be vice president, and I got a great argument for Ron Paul to be vice president. Quote, anyway, uh, Hasta says, There is another video where Musk in is in every other frame and running around very animated, almost as if he was DeSantis' running mate, but DM chose not to release it in this article. Hmm. I also noticed you didn't leave a link to it either. Uh, Richard says, Anyone sees the me? Anyone see the meme Trump put out? It's Charles Hotley getting uh, in the ring with Mike Tyson, and the best news and best news for Trump is this is a ruse and get uh, ruse to get his face on the telly nonstop on 2024. Never interfere with an enemy while they are making mistakes. DeSantis is playing a role. He will take the knockout. Oh my god, he will take the knockout and at the end game and at the same time fleece all the rhinos of their cash. That's pretty optimistic. A little schizophrenically written. Uh, Rufus, the naked mole rat, says, We need some angelic morph between Clinton and Obama to step up or we're all doomed. Rufus hurt you we need some angelic morph between clinton and obama that wouldn't be an angel my man that would be one of the antichrists he's called satan ah dick i forgive you for everything the both went they both went to epstein island many times and never banned him from their dinner house which trump did true story Alrighty, folks. Well, yeah, DeSantis' bid was a fucking mistake. That being said, this has been Inside Four Walls. I've been James Madison, and I shall catch you guys later.
are uh, kind of melting the servers. And I'm proud to be an American, where at least I know I'm free. I'm into freedom and willing to put his money where his mouth is. Upset the narrative, upset the narrative control and put us on us by our government. Who gave that light to me? Can I gladly stand up? Have uh, Governor DeSantis uh, make this. Uh, <laughs> We're just trying, just trying to get it going. And now, brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen. inside four walls name is james madison and just in time for election season am i correct colorado's dominion voting system says it's losing money and opportunities due to fox news lawsuit so even though they won the lawsuit things are looking bleak for dominion voting system now dominion voting dominion voting systems was the voting system that was used in all 50 states for the 2020 elections. It was also the center for every one of Donald Trump's lawsuits, claims, accusations, so on and so forth. And uh, despite winning all these, law- all these cases, Dominion Voting Machine seems to be uh, on the verge of bankruptcy. This article here is from March 31st. Headline is, as I just read, Colorado's Dominion Voting Voting System says it's losing money and opportunities. Hop over here to a newer article that just came out on May 19th. Oops. Right here on May 19th. Dominion CEO says it's just a matter of time before business, before they go out of business. Wild. And this is good, too, because here's the thing. A. They refuse to cooperate with lawsuits. They sued for defamation and won. Trump's defamation, Trump's lawsuits kind of went nowhere either. But at the same time, Dominion never really opened up their software. Dominion never was asked to turn over a copy of their hardware, anything. They didn't have to make the code public to a judge or anything. They, they just were allowed to just keep winning lawsuits, basically unchallenged. So... Eh, at the same time, I also am just a fan of handwritten ballots, which will play a role into another story later on. Anyway, let's get into this article, and then we'll hop over into the new one. Article is from the AP. In Arizona, most in Arizona's most populous city, election officials are bracing for what could happen when it comes time to replace its $2 million a year contract for voting equipment. Officials in Maricopa County, which includes Phoenix, says they have no concerns about their current vendor, Dominion Voting Systems. The problem is that the company has been ensnared in a web of conspiracy theories since the 2020 presidential race that have undermined public confidence in the U.S. elections among conservative voters that led to calls to ban voting machines in some places and triggered death threats Prove it against election officials across the country. Prove it. Also, here's another little ditty about all that, right? So while you got all this going on, all right, with the, uh, uh, let's just use a little thought experience, right? Let's say Republicans are not the silent majority of the country. Then what is the concern? 
shit all these democrat areas just be like oh fine we can keep using the voting machines here it really doesn't matter that much oh well so republicans are just gonna be angry maybe they'll win the next time whatever the fact that dominion's going bankrupt because so many people are refusing to use them says a lot and mind you dominion's provided voting machines for well places of notoriously rate elections like ukraine and russia and china but anyway moving on Officials in Maricopa County, already read that. Quote, I have concerns over my own security. If we re-enlist Dominion, Maricopa County recorder Stephen Richer, a Republican elected in 2020, said in a court filing, quote, it went from a company that nobody had heard about to a company that is maybe one of the most demonized brands in the United States or the world. The sudden turnabout in fortunes for the Colorado-based voting machine company is at the heart of the $1.6 billion defamation lawsuit it filed against Fox News, which, with the trial scheduled to begin in mid-April, Dominion claims Fox defamed it by report repeatedly airing false claims about the company's voting machines and software. Court records testimony revealed that several Fox hosts and executives didn't believe the claims pushed by former President Donald Trump and his allies since the 2020 elections. Well, yeah, neither Fox News didn't really push him. That's the weird thing about it. Anyway, anyway, elections, but can uh, continue to air them in part because they were worried about losing voters. Yeah, I disagree. You've had some people post, like, voice their opinions on Fox News, but Fox anchors and employees there, no, they didn't do anything with the election narrative. Find me the clips, I guess. Fox has argued the network was reporting on allegations that were newsworthy as Trump and his Republican allies consisted, uh, contested the loss to Democrat Joe Biden. Yeah, again, show me the, the clips where Tucker Carlson or anyone outright said the election was stolen. Find me it. It doesn't exist. The network has said Dominion has been overstating its value. Uh, could not uh, could not have suffered damages in the amount it is claiming, and has played down security concerns about its machines. Fox lawyers also argued that documents produced in the case show Dominion is in a solid financial position. Ooh, bad words. You'll see how that changes very quickly in the next article. Quote. The case has no merit, and the outrageous damage claim only highlights its naked attempt to suppress legitimate speech protected by our Constitution, Fox said in a statement. I don't usually say this, but I agree with Fox. Dominion has been presenting evidence that it says shows lost contracts and business opportunities over the past two years. It cites misinformation as for the reasons officials in the court, uh, in some counties in Nevada, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, and Tennessee have uh, terminated their contracts with it while uh, counties in Iowa, Kansas, Massachusetts, Missouri, New Jersey, and Ohio have opted against renewing. One expert in a report submitted by Dominion in November as part of its lawsuit estimated the company has experienced $16 million in loss of profits from customers that either terminated their contracts early or decided not to renew. The same estimate protected, oh, the same estimate predicted or projected Dominion has already suffered $72.3 million in lost opportunities, which includes potential contract extensions, additional equipment sales, 
and service contracts with existing customers and new business. Overall, the experts estimate the uh, co- uh, the company had experienced a 90, uh, $920 million decline in value, which includes the estimated taxes the company would have to pay if it, if it were awarded damages. We now know in hindsight that, yes, they were, and Fox would go on to fire Tucker Carlson and commit suicide. Huh. The expert also estimated additional future... By the way, this expert was hired by Dominion, in case you forgot that in this part of the story. In addition to future loss opportunities that have yet to be detailed publicly. Quote, the evidence will show that Dominion was a valuable, rapidly growing business that was executing on its that was ex- executing on its plans to expand prior to the time that Fox News spread and endorsed baseless lies about Dominion voting machines. Well, here's the thing, douche. I I had on I've had on politicians running for office on this show who have straight up said, yeah, these machines are, 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 are rigged and bare minimum they're hooked to the internet and should not be allowed to be used in elections. You're going to sue me? That's their opinion. They said it, not me. The fuck? But of the same merits, I would be liable for what my guest said. So go fuck yourself. Anyway... About Dominion voting machine, Stephanie Wallstrom, a Dominion spokeswoman, said in a statement, "The company's uh, the company's challenges haven't ended as conspiracies about the last presidential elections have permitted have uh sorry <clears throat> ah have permitted much of the Republican Party. Trump allies continue to travel the country, meeting with community groups and holding forums." To promote election conspiracies. Sorry, I had to drink some uh, some water. My throat was getting a little dry. The conspiracies have been cited by some county officials who said they were responding to uh, constitution, uh, constituent concerns as justification for refusing to certify election results and have fed attempts uh, and have fed attempts to decertify or ban voting equipment. Yeah. And a lot of these places you're writing off did their own private investigations and found weird incongruencies with the election. And they decided to say, oh, we're decertifying. Or, oh, yeah, we're not doing this again. Yeah, this was a weird election. We're not comfortable with this. So on and so forth. So again, yeah, you can say it's, well, these counties have fed in the conspiracy theories. Or through their own independent research, they have found things that make them not trust you. But whatever helps you sleep better at night, schnookums. Uh, people aren't having a seizure over here. People aren't acting rationally, said Lawrence Nord, uh, Norden, an election security expert with Brennan Center for Justice, which has advocated for more voter access and money for election officials. Fuck that. Uh, they are canceling contracts at great expense to their taxpayers. If they're not renewing the contract, how does that cost the taxpayer more if the taxpayer isn't paying to renew the contract? Sure. Sounds logic, I imagine. Not included in the Dominion Experts report are the more recent accusations, including Shasta County, California, where the Board of Supervisors terminated its contract with Dominion early. At a meeting in January, the board cited a loss of public confidence in the machines, which are used in the county 
uh, to tabulate paper ballots marked by hand. Good, good. As more voters say we don't trust us, get rid of these machines. Perfectly that fine. Voters say no, fine. Voters said no. In 2020, Trump won Shasta County with 65% of the vote. Dominion has, quote, Dominion has to prove to me that we have a free and fair election, said Board of Supervisors Chair Patrick Henry Jones, who led the effort to end the contract, quote, just because we're sitting up here and the uh, sitting up here and elected doesn't mean we had a free and fair election every single time. Agreed. Absolutely agreed. And now that you won and you have it, it's time to do the investigation and look what happened. They're like, yeah, we're getting rid of these machines. The board is now pursuing a plan to count ballots by hand. Actually, if you places just passed the law not too long ago. Uh, a process experts consider to be less accurate and more time consuming. In all, well, here's the thing. Every if every single ballot is going to have a serial number, every single ballot can have a fucking serial number, and we can track serial numbers. It's not really that hard. Anyway, in all, but the smallest jurisdictions, Trump ally Mike Elendell, the My Pillow CEO, has promised to support their efforts to get rid of the voting machines, and with uh, <coughs> and with Dominion uh, voting on the cusp of bankruptcy. Fucking lol. In an interview, Lindell said he was prepared to help cover the cost of any lawsuit Shasta County might face. Quote, they are, they are within the rights of going to the paper ballots in hand account, Lindell said. They have to be courageous, or we are not going to get rid of these machines. Kathy Darling Allen, the elected Shasta County clerk and register, uh, register of voters has defended the voting equipment and blamed disproving conspiracy theories for undermining the county's election system and staff. She has warned that the county was in danger of of uh, not being able to conduct elections. What do you mean you can't conduct elections? Ballots by hand are a way to conduct an election. It's weird you say that. Oh, if we can't have machines hooked to the internet that I have to control from my laptop, we just can't have elections, can we? No, because you know we had elections before we had electronics, right, sweetheart? Quote, Their actions have placed the security of our elections at risk and created dangerous precedent encouraging outsiders to undermine our elections at a county level. Darling Allen wrote in a testimony to Congress this month. Well, a lot of good it seemed to do you. She estimated that the hand counting all ballots in a presidential election with 50... with 50 contests on the ballot would cost at least $1.6 million and require hiring nearly 1,300 temporary employees. Oh, so it creates American jobs, you say. Nice. The county has more than, ele- than 111,000 registered voters. Again, so it will create American jobs, you say. Election security experts were concerned that the market, uh, the market for voting machines already was limited before the 2020 election. Nice to hear. Uh, dominated by three companies, one Dominion competitor, Election Systems and Software, has not reported contract cancellations, but has been forced to defend its reputation amid the voting machine conspiracies. Quote, Whew. In a recent In a recent hearing, Eric Murphy, an attorney for Fox News, told the Delaware Superior Court uh, judge pre- uh, presiding over the defamation case that Dominion has, quote, a real speculation problem 
regarding its claims for damages, and the Dominion Loss of Profits argu argument appears to be based on presumptions that it would have won every contract it sought had it been for Fox covering of covering of the election fraud allegations. Yeah, right? Fucking heads with their own ass narcissists eating their breakfast they had yesterday. The ignorance. Uh, th that ignores the fact that Dominion rivals have sometimes offered lower bids or more attractive technology. Murphy said Fox has highlighted internal communications, including a chat, which one Dominion employee said, quote, God, our products suck. Ooh. As well as a federal advisory outlining potential vulnerabilities reported in Dominion systems. Their own employees say they suck. That's great to know. Arizona's Maricopa County has been at the, form, at, at the forefront of the conspiracy theories about Dominion and the GOP-controlled legislator in 2021, used its subpoena power to seize the county's voting equipment and hired a firm, to, uh, firm run by Trump supporters. Are they? What's your backup for that? It was a firm hired in a mostly Republican county to do the investigation. That's all you're running that off of, isn't it? Cute. Anyway, uh, Trump supporters to comb through it and search for evidence of the machines were compromised. The firm found none. Damn, well, if it was a firm full of Trump supporters, you would think they would have manufactured something at least, right? Or no, maybe, unlike Dominion Voting Machine, it's an independent firm that's capable of doing its fucking job without bias or scrupulous activities. Or unscrupulous activities. Well, who would have known, though, right? Anyway, uh, and Doug Logan, who oversaw the project, conceded in a private text message that surfaced in an unrelated lawsuit... In an unrelated lawsuit, huh? Quote, The Dominion machine is actually quite precise. No nevertheless, distrust remains rampant. Dominion's executive, vi executive vice president of sales, uh, Welldeep Sai, said in a court filing that the situation in Arizona has made it impossible to do business there. He blamed conspiracy theories for scudding the company's chances of winning business in... Yapavati County, a conservative rural county of North Phoenix. Quote, All I can tell you is, based on my experience our, and our trajectory at the time in Arizona, we were trending in a very positive direction, Sai said. Now he said, I don't think we'll win any anything in Arizona again. L fucking lol, sucks to be you, bitch. Suck it up. Moving on. Dominion says it's just a matter of time. Before they go out of business. And this is a new article, new-ish, from May 19th. Lol, 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 lol. From Martina Valchow. The CEO of voting software company Dominion Voting Systems shared a grim prediction about his business future. Uh, about his business's future. Even after last month's massive legal settlement with Fox News, Dominion settled its defamation case against the conservative cable network for $787.5 million on April 18th, just before trial. But CEO John Polis said Dominion suffered lasting damage from Fox News' lies about the 2020 presidential election, saying it's just a matter of time before the company loses all of its clients. And that's a fucking quote, my man. Quote, 
it's just easier for our customers to use something that's not Dominion. Uh, Polos told Time Magazine, quote, We just know our business ultimately goes to zero. Former President Donald Trump and his allies peddled and spread. We've already gone through this. Dominion rigged its voting machines to make Trump lose the 2020 election. Joe Biden won by 4% votes. Yeah, I still have a hard time wrapping my head around the idea that Joe Biden won almost twice as many votes on re-election. Uh, or I, I still sort of wrap my head around the idea that Joe Biden won twice as many votes election night than Barack Obama got for his re-election night. I just, it doesn't seem to work for me, man. I gotta be honest with you, especially with how many Obama voters went for Trump in 2016 versus 2020. You know, there's a lot of little weird things, but sure. In in its lawsuit against Trump, Dominion said airtime the network gave to false claims led to threats and harassment against staff and a lost profit. Fox should have taken this to court and fought, but Fox was scared too because Fox was a bunch of fucking pussies. Huh. But no, they had people on who had opinions, and the people with opinions said shit. And, And Dominion was like, Fox is promoting ideologies. It's like, no, it's not. Shut up. Anyway, quote, we acknowledge the court's rulings. Uh, we acknowledge the court's rulings finding certain claims about Dominion to be false, Fox said in a statement. After the settlement, Fox did not apologize or concede wrongdoing and didn't tell viewers about the falsehoods in its programming programs aired because just as Trump's claims haven't been proven, Dominion hasn't officially been fucking proven innocent either. Like, it goes both fucking ways. I mean, come on, man. And why should they? They host people who had opinions and uh, different in views than you. Oh, fucking well. Cry out me a fucking river. Anyway. Court filing, wrongdoing. Polos. Who has defended Dominion's decision to accept the settlement? Said the lies have put the company into a death spiral. By accusing us... Of the greatest American crime in history. It turned us, as one of our customers has described, as one of the most demonized brands in the United States. Polo said, Dominion Voting System is pursuing six other lawsuits over 2020 election lies. Uh, v. Buckeye says, Republicans said, uh, Republicans said, don't early vote and don't count any votes until the polls close. So how do you count early and absentee ballots and not expect the votes to change? And if that were never explained, why did Fox settle? And because Fox is a pussy who was scared to have a court rule against them without hearing them out or not having a strong enough case to even defend themselves. It's really not that hard to wrap your mind around. Why did Fox settle and all of Trump's lawyers say publicly... It was all a show and no one really believed it. Again, show me where they said that. Show me where they said that. I like how you don't have a single attorney to attribute that quote to. And not a single Republican judge found a single shred of evidence. I hate Yahoo's website. It keeps refreshing and going to the front page. I fucking hate it. Fix your fucking garbage-ass website, Yahoo. Anyway. Anyway. I still find that Yahoo is owned by Huffington Post of all fucking people. Anyway, 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 anyway. Let's see. Let me expand this message and finish interacting with it. 
and not a single Republican judge found a single shred of evidence. Now watching the same party change their tune as they lost the Senate. Uh, they didn't lose the Senate. They won the Senate. The fuck? Lost the Senate, lost GA, and had no red wave. What are you fucking talking about, you absolute buffoon? They won the Senate. Republicans took the House of Representatives. Literally the Senate. You absolute fucking tard. And not to mention, even in the areas of the 2020 election where the Democrats did win, there are many Democrat politicians who are fucking MIA, and some of them have only just now returned to work. So it's not exactly like the Democrats are a fucking tour de force here. So, again, points made, but both sides have failed... The right has failed to prove election uh, fraud. They've shown that there were irregularities. And that's why I use the term fortifying. So does the New York Times. You can read the article. And on the other side of that, the left hasn't disproven any of these fucking claims. Both sides have been hurling accusations at each other, with neither side really making fucking headway over one or the other. Both sides still believe what they believe, and both sides have their evidence to point to. The right has a laundry list of evidence to point to you to say why the election was stolen. The left has a laundry list of evidence to point to why the election wasn't stolen. Meanwhile, if you look back at what happened after the 2020 or the 2016 elections, the left had a uh, had uh, a collection of evidence to point to as to why the election was stolen, and the right had a collection of evidence to point to as to why the election was safe and secure. Really, I just find it fucking amusing because in 2016, the right gave the left their investigation, and we got th- uh, two and a half to three years worth of a false Russia hoax investigation that led to a bullshit impeachment that didn't lead to a single president being impeached, and cost about 400 plus million dollars of taxpayer funds, and effectively stalled a first term for a president. But, come 2020... The left doesn't give the right an investigation. It's interesting level of confidence where the right was like, yeah, sure, have your fucking investigation. And then when it came time for the left to do the same thing for the right, the left said, go fuck yourself. I'm just making observations here. And yeah, cry me a fucking river. I lost the House of Representatives. How? How the fuck did we? How the fuck did we? And that's rich because Feinstein, uh, Quasimodo, or as you know him, Fetterman, constantly MIA, months at a time. Get come on, mate. Now watching the same party change their tune as they lost the Senate, lost GA, and had no red wave. You're right, it was a red splash. The only reason they even have a majority in the House is because of gerrymandering. Aww, you mean they won more seats than you, bitch? It's funny, because when you lose, you have all the names to call. But when you win, anyone calling you a name is some sort of phobe or ist. Uh, I think, Buckeye, you should go pet some grass. And down here at Thomas, uh, some states allow counting of early votes, but... The count is not known publicly. There should be no early counting to, to uh, votes. It should be done. Once the polls close, then counting should begin. Voting, letting people vote days in advance or voting the day after polls close is fucked up. The Constitution prescribes a voting day 
Not a voting week, a voting month, none of that shit. But through absentee ballots and ab- absentee ballots, mail-in ballots, we had a voting month in 2020. See, this is what I mean by fortifying. You had to use your terminologies and have the facts lined up for you. Anyway, uh, publicly known, only some people in the county know the count. That does not stop them from telling others. In 2020, uh, election increase of voting, uh, a voting of 26 million votes, was greatly increased from the 2016 election. This was four times or more increase than any election in the last 20 elections. Hmm. All right. Well, it's just a fun little story, isn't it? Either way, regardless of how you feel about it, Dominion Voting Machines looks like it's likely going to be going bankrupt and shutting down. Well, fucking lol. That being said, I've been your students, Madison, and I shall catch you guys later. Thank you, Target. No, it is. This is a one. Yeah, it is. Look. Tuck. Oh. Tuck friendly construction. Okay. Well, let's see how tuck friendly it is. Hey, well, you can. Wow, it's so tuck friendly. It's nice. It's coming. I love the tuck friendly bathing suit. Look, I got. This is nice. You guys see this? It's tuck friendly. You see? Extra. Awesome. Yeah, I saw it on TikTok too. Look, you can't even see it, guys. It's like this is the best tuck friendly construction I've ever seen. You see this? This is Target is so progressive. I love it. <laughs> Thank you, Target. I just feel like I can run. Yeah, I can exercise in this. <laughs> this is what I'm talking about. You can train in this thing. I'm all tucked in. We're getting it. Can't wait to wear this around the pool. Hey, welcome back to Inside Four Walls. I am, as always, your host, James Madison. And the Republicans have gotten into the boycott game. Well, the right in general has now. I uh, I find a lot of, of, uh, of amusement with this. Much like with ballot harvesting and whatnot, I've been saying, play their game so good, they condemn it. Do it. And they're finally fucking doing it. 
They're out there building ballot harvesting machines. Donald Trump's bragging about putting together one of the largest ballot harvesting organizations in history. He's already bragging about this fucking shit. So, good. Finally on the ball. And with stuff like this, it's about time the right finally agreed to quit giving money to companies that hate it. That's a nice narrative, isn't it? It is a season of boycott, but it's not because the right's doing it. It's because they went too far. They they took in and they were offered they were told they would only be offered an inch. Instead, they were given about ten inches and they took about 187 miles. Now, with the beer, that was one thing. You know, you can like like what's the difference here, right? You have other uh, woke kind of uh, DEI type promotions that for, were twofold. One, they were kind of political, kind of in a realm where a lot of people didn't care as much. But then you go into the beer, right? Becomes a viral meme, goes fucking everywhere. But there's a connotation to that. Straight people don't want to be considered gay. Dudes hanging out with their friends don't want to be the butt of gay jokes. Pun intended. So they're not drinking beer. Then you have retailers who are like the larger, right? So let's uh, let, let's think about it like this, right? Uh, excuse me. Where do people drink? People will buy Bud Light, who's still buying Bud Light, and drink it at home. I know people who drink Bud Light at home, but they won't drink it in public. They'll only drink that shit at home in private. I know people still buying Bud Light, and I make fun of them at home for it. I know, I'm a disrespectful shit, but they're smoking my stuff. So, but in public, at bars, stuff, people don't want to drink it. So bars being, you know, the people who buy the bulk, like a bunch of bars as a whole, as an industry, make up the bulk of Bud Light sales, makes up the bulk of all beer sales in America. So bars, venues, concerts, promotional type events, all of a sudden are like, no one wants Bud Light. We're not, uh, we're not pushing Bud Light. No one wants it, so quit buying it. And that's how it goes. Now this one is set to get even more fucking vicious. You wanna know why? Because unlike the Bud Light thing where it was just the memes and the social stigma of drinking a fucking Bud Light, this actually is targeting children. You, the Democrats, and the culture war have been working really hard to turn the soccer moms into a voting base. The vaccines, school choice, the books in school, and now this would target. Now, in all honesty, I've been boycotting Target for years. Target is hostile towards the Second Amendment. They, they're large DNC donors, so on and so forth. Like, there's a ton of things about Target which make them hostile towards conservative views and right-leaning views. Now, I'm not a conservative or a Republican, but I am very much right-winged. I make no qualms about that. However, with this... Oh, and another thing with the Bud Light thing, I, I want to make sure I, I mention... Another facet that made the right not want to drink Bud Light on top of the whole, like, being called gay, it's the can said, celebrating, here's to 365 days of being a girl. Of, or girlhood is what it said. That is... Trans topics are a culture war issue. As much as they seem like a political topic, it's very much a culture war issue. And... To say girlhood or anything that's confirming towards the delusion Dylan Mulvaney pretends to live in, where Dylan Mulvaney pretends to think Dylan Mulvaney's a woman, uh, is taking a stance. You are saying biology be damned, 
facts of the matter be damned christians you know conservatives happen to be very christian you're saying i don't give a fuck about what god said and it's you know it sends a bit of a fucking message same thing with this but this is targeting kids tuck swimsuits you know what this is these are swimsuits that have a little pouch you know sheath underwear think about that it's like that so little boys can uh, hide their shit when they go to the beach to not look male all about playing into a fucking delusion that is leading to more and more suicides every year and now James why do you think don't you think that the, the sudden spike in suicides over the last like three to five years with trans people don't don't, don't you think don't you don't you perhaps think for maybe a second that that has to do with people like you voicing these opinions no absolutely not I know people went to high school went down this rabbit hole and they went into an afterlife I mean look a lot of people a lot of people when they go down the trans route right Things get too hot and heavy for them. They can't take the pressure. Wait till they see their afterlife. Kidding. Mm. Now, the issue is, over the last, I, you know what? I'll say more like five to seven years. Mm, yeah. Anyway, parents in more and more droves at a time started putting their kids under birth control, uh, hormones, puberty blockers, HRT, uh, already getting their kids like early stages of different surgeries. More and more parents started to do what was called affirming care to their kids when their kids weren't even fi- when their kids were like 15, 14, 16, stuff like that. So now you get a couple years ahead of that. They've been through facial surgeries, laser hair removals, hormone blockers, uh, estrogen or testosterone injections, and so forth. And now they're looking you know they're, they're like coming up in their mid to early to mid 20s and they're starting to think like you know oh i'm actually attracted to this gender or i don't feel like this thing i'm walking around as so on and so forth and then you know they they uh they're, they're, there's a large push to go and detransition. And then on the other side of that are people who are like, I'm too far gone, I can't do anything about it, you know, I'm gonna go buy me 10 feet of rope, and you know, it goes from there, Robin Williams type behavior. I would say it's more the fact that child mutilations and child abusers are being given free roam the same way we gave parents free roam in the 1930s through late 40s with lobotomies. Oh, your kid's a little too antsy in class? Well, have bring him in, have him sit down in my lobotomobile, and I'm gonna take my fucking ice bike and hammer and just... Well, he'll behave now, because vegetables don't misbehave, you know what I mean? They just kind of sit there or rot. Jack, uh, JFK had a little sister. She was lobotomized. It's one of the reasons why JFK would go on to condemn lobotomy so fucking hard. He never mentioned his sister was the reason why. They tried to keep that dad's hush as fucking possible. She died in like the early 90s, too. It's worth looking into on your own time. I mean, it's not a whole lot to the story. Had a sister. She was kind of a wild child. They drove an ice bike through one eye socket it didn't work right so they did it through the other eye socket completely fried her fucking brain out and she died a incontinent incomprehensible babbling vegetable about 60-ish years after the lobotomies took place and that's exactly what all this trans shit is and for target to sit back and play into that i mean just look you don't know how bad it is look into john money dr john money homework for your time look into that this is and 
Target has always taken a stance from them. The CEO of Target says they're continuing to have these stances. They're just going to fi find a way to market it without it pissing off people. So Target's not surrendering. This, when I say surrendering, I don't mean they should like, uh, well, fuck you. Whatever. What I mean is they should read the fucking room. They should have some idea what's going on. But Target is ultimately a store. Everything is profit-driven. And I know I've been ranting for a minute, but it's worth keeping in mind. We're seeing videos right now of influencers running into these stores and smashing up displays. And getting millions of views in hours. So once content creators start realizing, like clout chasers start realizing, being anti-woke will be what starts driving you clout. As I've been saying since like 2020, the pendulum is swinging back towards 2016, towards uh, uncensored internet. It's before Title IX type deal. It is going back that way. And when clout chasers realize that being anti-woke drives the views, it will get crazy. And it's going to be self-destructive too because you have a lot of influencers who are doing the woke thing who are seeing the views go down for that. They're going to switch over. I've been saying this for a long time. Gen Z, the younger Gen Z, Gen Z, Gen Z is more conservative. There's a little chunk in the middle around the older Gen Z and middle-aged Gen Z that's left. The youngest crowd in Gen Z, like the ones that are just like 15 and under, those motherfuckers, well, like 10... To 17 in Gen Z, those motherfuckers are as conservative or more conservative than generations before them. I think they're, it's the first time a generation's gone more right in about three generations since World War II. It's gone progressively more left with the window shifting. Big fucking win, basically. Target loses $9 billion in week following boycott calls over LGBTQ friendly kids clothes delusional clothing again the 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 language is so weird okay lgbt friendly plays into the idea that you're not supposed to have a, a penis right tucks it away for you all right let, let, let's expand this a little bit i feel like i'm not supposed to have this perfectly functional left arm i'm left-handed but i feel like i shouldn't be you know left-armed so i want my arm taken off removed and in exchange you know, but 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 I can't afford for the surgery, or a hospital won't do the surgery for me. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna get this shirt. And what the shirt does is it contorts your arm and puts you in like a fucking full Nelson behind your back, but it makes it look like you don't have an arm. You would look at that clothes design, however that shirt would be designed, and think, "Oh, that's fucking wild." Or even if you're like that, wouldn't design. Well, okay, think of it as a shirt design that's made to make it look like you don't have a, a left arm. Anyway, you would look at that shirt and think, who would buy that? Why is that here? That's weird. That's fucking weird. Why is it Why is it targeting kids? You look at the packaging to make sure, like, oh, maybe it's, you know, meant for people who just don't have an arm. And you read it, arm-hiding pouch design. And then your confusion only deepens, right? Now let's get into it. I think this is why the Bud Light uh, example is so important. And thank you guys for having good to see you again. Uh, because what Bud Light represents is the first time that I can remember really in sort of the modern era where a company has to think, hey, let's be careful. Let's not go too far left wing. Let's not go too far woke. 
because it could destabilize, debilitate, destroy the overall brand of our company. And I guarantee you right now, they're having conversations about let's not get Bud Lighted in uh, all of these different boardrooms as it pertains to marketing decisions. And I think Target has lost that lesson. Whoa. That was kind of a sudden transition. By Ariel Zilber. Target has lost $9 billion in market value since angry social media users called for a boycott of the Minneapolis-based retailer over its rollout of Pride collection featuring LGBTQ-friendly clothing for children. I'm just going to ask a question. Isn't it a little interesting that in the last three and a half years we've seen a major spike in people returning to church and going to church and finding faith and Pride falling out of favor? with the masses is it just me that's kind of weird right but again that, that's also a fun little, little just narrative to have in the back of your mind it's very much also like i mean dude the dildo rainbow butt monkey have you seen this first off that's a that's a monkey that's a that's a good monkey actually that that's a good monkey you can trust around kids monkey jones Inside Four Walls stands with Monkey Jones. We vouch for his character as long as you're not dating him. Anyway, this guy, the Rainbow Dildo Butt Monkey. The Rainbow Dildo Butt Monkey. Still performs at kids' events, as far as I know. Uh, last time I knew they performed was about a year ago. And what this guy specifically does is Drag Queen Story Hour. Goes into libraries, schools, and reads, and... Has fun with it. Now, this is in London, sure, but this story got passed all over Facebook. Parents were talking about it. Then, you also have this story right out of Dearborn. Now, I'll be fair, this is just one example of stories all over. You have Loudoun County, you have places all over. Oh, I'm not subscribing to your garbage. Detroit Free Press, I'm just using it as a fucking example. Purchase shut down Dearborn School Board meeting over LGBTQ books. This has been a slow boil. But then, moms go into Target, and they start seeing things saying, hide your dick. And after the Dylan Mulvaney thing, you know, parents are a little bit more on edge. I've had conversations in my life. I've referenced before. I have a very large family, Lutherans, Catholics, and Jews. They fuck. They all fuck. Lutheran, personally, is the uh, side I came out on. However... As you can tell, I'm still on the base side of the Protestant faith. I'm not these sellout fucking skittle flag having churches. Mm, no thanks. Actually, a little ditty about me real quick. I would quit going to a family. There was a family church. Been going to it for generations. Generations. About three to four generations have been going to this one church. And one day they took down the American flag. And they put up a, a trans flag. And now, and then we quit going right after that. You know, I was a little bit on the younger side. Went with the family mostly. It wasn't, you know, I'm fucking early 20s, late teen, late teens. I'm not exactly, you know, pursuing that hard of a, uh, of a business with God. I get it. I follow it. Well, I could have the arguments. More interested in partying it up a little bit and just doing church on, on, on the weekends if I have to. And before you roll your eyes... Come on, 18 to like 22. Leave me alone. We've all been there. But we could go in after they put up the pride flag. And now when we drive by that church, it is like all the all the flags of the rainbow. Flucking, they just fucking fly. 
bro. Flucking. Um, and I find it very obnoxious. It feels kind of like a betrayal because, you know, fine. God doesn't hate these people. I'm not saying he does, but, you know, the amount of body mutilation and, you know, body chemistry being fucked with is man fucking with God's perfection. So I would, I would argue that you are, are, are still manipulating and playing God in a realm that doesn't belong to you to play in. So no one is saying, at least I'm not, I don't, I'm not dumb enough to sit here and think God hates gay people or trans people or none of that shit. That, that Jesus died for pretty much all the sins. I mean, there's certain exclusions, I believe, which is a little bit more of my Catholic side showing. I understand that. Uh, I don't know. Hurt kids? Wood chipper and hell feed first. Kind of an instant conclusion. Uh, Hitler? I don't, I don't know. I, I, I heard he uh, asked for forgiveness. I guess, I guess I'll see how that one worked. Uh, that's an interesting speculation. I lean towards he didn't get in. I know the jokes are funny, but I lean towards he didn't get in because, you know, the whole lot of people were killed. Lots of people. You know, Christians, blacks, whites. We tend to focus on one fucking group here, but that six million count. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of people that you know just weren't Jewish in that in that body count. Again, a lot of Christians, a lot of political defectors. It's like saying it's like when people say the only people in Chinese concentration camps are are Muslims. It's like factually not true. There's journalists, political defectors, whites, blacks, gypsies, Jews, Muslims. Uh, political dissidents, uh, failed political leaders. The, the list who, who actually are in these camps is a fucking abundant, way off fucking kilter here. But all that to get down to the point of everyone gets forgiveness, right? At least according to the scripture. Personal opinions on it and all that aside, I guess we'll, we'll, we'll all find out together later on, but there's very distinctive written issues when it comes to man playing God and fucking, like, for example, there's literally a verse in the Bible that says, don't cover up the face the Lord created. There's numerous other references to, you know, fucking with the temple, which refers to the body, but I don't need to go down that fucking rabbit hole, do I? A week ago, Jordan Peterson's got actually an old series that's super good on these topics. A week ago, uh, Wednesday, before the controversy erupted, Target stock closed at $160.96 a share, giving the big box chain a market capitalization of $74.3 billion. As of early trading on Wednesday, however, the shares of the company were trading. We're trading off 1% at $141.76, capping a week-long tumble that has shrunk the cheap chick cheap chick department i think you mean chic don't think that's how chic spelled though uh discount retailers value to 65.3 billion they're considered a discount retailer target's kind of expensive man especially when you compare it to like walmart and other stores like like uh, of its type that's target's not that cheap interesting that amounts to a 12% drop that has shaved a whopping $9 billion off the company's market capitalization. Target said on Tuesday it was removing some of its items, uh, some items from its stores, and making other changes to its 
LGBTQ+, merchandise nationwide ahead of Pride Month after intense backlash from some customers who confronted workers and trip tipped over displays about this. Look, boycott, quit going, quit shopping. I'm not gonna act like, again, what? When you do that and you go and you smash the shit, it's funny. It is a great video. I do laugh and haha. But it does also hurt your brand. Same thing just like with any political movement, rioting hurts your cause. It hurts your image, makes people not want to engage with you. Paints the brand. National property, just, it, it, it hurts the overall argument. Again, it's not it's like the videos aren't funny. They're funny as hell, but at the same time, it's like, yeah gotta get gotta, gotta have the uh I, I gotta sit here and you know can't be like haha i like it when it's happening when it's happening to people i don't like no i i don't like it happening period i don't like the people i don't like the shit they're posting but at the same time you know there's always gonna be the our employees are receiving threats that prove it but if that is happening it's got it's not okay target said on tuesday it was removing some of its items but that's the real kicker here, because just like with the Dylan Mulvaney thing, right? The thing that drove that uh, drove home the the dis- like part of the destruction of the whole Bud Light thing was they pub- they they started condemning their connections to Dylan Mulvaney, which led the gay community to like, well, you're not supporting us, so we're out. And then they lost both sides of the argument. Target is setting themselves up to do that, and they've already lost nine billion in. Barely a fucking week. Quote, since introducing this year's collections, we've experienced threats impacting our team members' sense of safety and well-being while at work. Target said in a statement on Tuesday, yeah, well, being told you have to work, uh, on, like, being told you have to work a Halloween is abuse of these people. I, when I worked in the restaurant, there was this woman, it was, uh, like, Christmas morning. I got out at, like, five. She got out at three that day, right? I still got out out in time to go have gifts and dinner with my family. Amazing. But, but, it's like 8am and she's sitting there crying about how she's gonna miss breakfast with her, uh, her grandma. And I was like, oh, you're gonna see your grandma later on today? She goes, well, yeah, she'll be there all day. But I'm not gonna have breakfast with her. And she's sitting there not working. Her customers are sitting there at their tables waiting for their food and she's out back sobbing. Little wax pen fucking cigarette in the other hand just tears running down her fucked up fucking ethot looking face i have no faith in this bitch personally it's like come on man that's the overwhelming amount of, of my generation sitting here when it comes to like people in my direct bracket 25 like the eight like the 19 to 25 range just sucks just fucking sucks however they consider that workplace abuse and, and harassment and violence so it's like, I, I, I need to know what these... Give me an example of what kind of threats and harassment they're receiving. Quote, Given these volatile circumstances, we are making adjustments to our plans, including removing items that have been at the center of the most significant confrontational behavior. Target uh, said that customers knocked down pride displays at some stores, angrily approached workers, and posted threatening videos on social media from inside the stores. I need to see these videos. I want to see specific examples. These news articles can put examples. They can put videos in their articles. Why don't they? It's so funny. Yet, when there is like a, a, an actual threat or something, they always manage to put the video in. 
I'm sure you can find one video if you went looking hard enough. That was just days after Target CEO Brian Cornell had defended the LGBTQ-friendly merchandise, saying it, quote, the, it was the right thing for society. Yeah, societal collapse and decay and telling the men they become women if they mutilate their bodies and make them incapable of mating and telling women they can be men as long as they mutilate their bodies and become incapable of mating. Yeah, it's great for society. Absolutely drive down the birth rates and everything in this country. Make everybody uh, same-sex banging, non-reproducing, soy jack, pod bug eating dweller. Absolutely. Amen. God bless America. Mm, sounds one of the worst fucking things you could put in, you know put out there for society, personally speaking. Target declined to specify Wednesday which items it was removing, but among the ones that garnered the most attention were, quote, tuck-friendly uh, uh, men's swimsuits that allow men who have not had their penises chopped off, or, I mean, gender-affirming operations... To conceal their private parts. Now, how is this actually written? According to the right-leaning New York Post, quote, among, among the ones that garnered the most attention were tuck-friendly women's swimsuits that allow trans women to have not, that have not had their gender-affirming operations to conceal their private parts. I'm going to read it once again in a factual format. Among the ones that garnered the most attention were the tuck-friendly men's swimsuits that allowed men who have not had their bottoms uh, mutilated, have not had their penises chopped off, to tuck away and conceal their private parts. That's the non-delusion affirming way to say that. Designed by Abra Prelin? Ab... <laughs> Sorry. Ab Perellin, who's also made a ton of shit for kids, and we might look at some of that in here in a minute, like demon, like kids' baby clothes with a demon, like like Satan drawn on them. Sold at Target, folks. Designs uh, by Appellin, a London-based company that designs and sells occult and satanic-themed LGBTQ clothing and accessories, have also created a backlash. See what I mean? You're gonna give me shit early for the little, little, little crazy Christian rant, but the fucking dude, they themselves partake in it. <laughs> Not only do they push the uh, gender mutilation delusional bullshit onto your kids, they also push Satan onto your fucking kids. Also, I love how, how, how Satanists are like, we don't, actually, we don't worship anything. Oh, okay, so, why is your thing named Satan? Oh, well, because we follow a core tenet that we believe is written in the Satanic Bible. And it's like, no, what the fuck are you talking about? You did that. You're literally, your whole religion is named after a person. Just because I named my, I named my group Judah's Apostles, right? Fun fact, I was at a band called Justified Judas. Uh, it didn't work out mainly because a dude sliced his right hand open we were playing guitar and his high E was tuned way too high and the cord snapped and it, like lacerated the back of his hand pretty deeply so he had deep gashes and he was just kind of nervous about playing guitar again. it sucked because he was a very talented 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 guitarist anyway man if only that kicked off I bet I'd be uploading music right out of this channel anyway the Pride merchandise has been on sale since early May 
Pride Month is held in June. Target, and, I, and here's something I talked about. Do you know how this is going to affect... I, I wonder how the Dylan Mulvaney thing is going to affect Pride Month. Because with what happened to Bud Light, other companies are going to be a little bit nervous. And right now, with tons of companies facing the backlash, North Face has seen money loss, uh, Bud Light, Miller is already starting to see it too. Like Tons of companies are, are seeing the, the backlash happening to it. So what what is this going to do for Pride Month? I'm so curious. And the last couple of Pride Month have been less and less eventful. Uh, Target confirmed that it has removed its Pride merchandise from the front of the stores to the back in some southern stores after confrontations and backlash from shoppers in those areas. Tuck-friendly construction, extra crotch coverage. Isn't it sad? This is a male. This is a male model. Tragic. Conservative commentator Tommy Loren said on Tuesday that Target is about to see its Bud Lights uh, see its business suffer in the same way Bud Light did. Quote. I think that Target really soon is about to find out what happens when conservatives shop, or rather don't shop, because they're about to get the Bud Light, about to get Bud Lighted. Uh, Lauren told Fox News host Sean Handy on Tuesday, Bud Light has seen its sales drop uh, for some six consecutive weeks, but I thought the boycott was ending, down 25% uh, versus a year ago at the most recent week. Uh, since the boycott calls erupted in response to its controversial marketing campaign with transgendered social media influencer Dylan Mulvaney. Let's hop down here. There's no article, no comments. There are no comments on this article. Now we're going to hop over here, right, to a very interesting article. Gavin Newsom claims Target is selling out to LGBTQ plus community extremists. By removing children's pride merch from stores. Quote, Wake up, America. This doesn't stop here. You're black. You're Asian. You're Jewish. You're a woman. You're next. Kind of wild. So conservatives are going to walk into... Uh, so, so, so let's follow this logic here. Conservatives are going to walk into Target. See uh, a shirt that says there's only... If you're a woman, you're next, right? So if there's a shirt at Target that says there's only two genders, male and female, are you, is the right going to, I'm just like, question, is the right going to blow a gasket because it says woman on there and they can't have women represented in stores? Why? What's that last one? And, and, and uh, again, our, 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 I don't, is the average Republican, you know, make Israel great again party? I mean, Democrats are equally guilty of this, but I mean, fuck, dude. Ronald Reagan, big make it feel great again type. Uh, you go into a store and it's around like Hanukkah. I've never once seen or heard any conservative outrage over little Hanukkah displays in stores. If anything, they look at it and go, huh, oh, okay, whatever, and move on. If anything, maybe I'll buy some of the dirt cheap chocolate shekels because that's actually kind of good chocolate. In black? I don't know, man. This is Black History Month every year, and the conservative slash right kind of just collectively roll their eyes and move on. So, I don't know. You're Asian? That's weird, because when you go to Asian supermarket... Hell, look, you go to an Asian market, man. 
You can't even get a Black Little Mermaid. Then we show her on the fucking poster, bro. So I don't know. I I, I, I think Stop Asian Hate should have been about telling Asians to stop hating other people. So I just, I, I don't know. All these seem pretty bad points by Libby Evans. Retailer Target faced massive backlash after launching its Extreme Pride merch for kids. So much so that the store execs did uh, decided to remove some of it, uh, some of it from stores. Even as annual Pride Month of June is only days away, the California Governor Gavin Newsom, this is a complete and total travesty. What's really funny about Gavin Newsom is I want to see him run for president again in Toronto and Santa because they are like polar opposites in every conceivable way. CEO of Target, Brian uh, Cornell, is selling out to LGBTQ plus community to extremists in a real profile of... Uh, in. Let me re- reread this because I just had a stroke. LGBTQ plus community to extremists is a real profile in courage. Okay, so I did read that right. It's just a confusing statement. Newsom wrote on Twitter about the exec's decision to listen to customers and pull the queer, queer, queer t-shirt for kids. Good. Why the fuck do kids need to be walking around wearing shit that says queer and gay and gay pride? They're kids. Why are you going so hard after kids? You don't want to be called groomers, but you're grooming. It's confusing. We have an expert here yes, yes. to help us unpack this. Libby Emmons from the wonderful website, The Post Millennial, joins us right now. Libby, welcome back to the program. Thanks so much, Charlie. So Libby, walk us through this story and tell our audience the significance of them changing their guidelines. So WPATH, World Professional Association for Transgender Health, is coming up with, uh, they have some new guidelines. They What's are this? set to release them pretty soon. They're having a big conference a weekend after this one. I clicked through this. I don't really talk about Target. If you want to watch this video, it will be in the article link in the description below. Quote, this isn't just a couple of stores in the South, he said. With the obvious presumptions that people in the Southern region of the U.S. are backwards and bigoted. Quote, this is a systematic attack on gay community happening across the country. He said of parents anger against a ma- uh, a massive and trusted retailer seeking to push social gender uh, transitions on children. Quote, wake up America, this doesn't stop here. You're black, you're Asian, you're Jewish, you're a woman, you're next, he said. What a wild fucking statement. Anyway, Newsom shared an article from The Hill, which is a rag, which is now no longer online. However, the article, oops, the article, or the article reported that Target had removed pride merch for kids from stores after backlash from customers and alleged threats against store workers. I yeah, alleged because they didn't ever prove them, right? They never do. A statement from Target claimed that the company, quote, experienced threats impacting our team members' sense of safety and well-being while at work, quote, for more than a decade. Uh, for more than a decade. The statement said, quote, Target has offered an assortment of products aimed at celebrating Pride Month, just not towards kids. That's sort of the thing. And the tuck, that's a new thing. You haven't been doing that for decades. Imagine if they released something like that towards kids in like, let's see, 10 years ago. So that would have been 
wow, actually 10 years ago, it'd be 2013. So yeah, no, that would have been a shoe on head video and an H-Bomber guy video mocking that. Yeah, no, I don't think so. Imagine the Mark Dice content back then. Yeah, I just, uh, I don't think you've been doing that for 10 years. I don't think it will fly. But, okay, bud. And I know he doesn't say that they've been selling that, selling that for 10 years, but he's using this statement as a justification for the other. You know, for, for, for the product. Sermon of items, uh, uh, products aimed at celebrating Pride Month since the introduction this year of this year's collection. We've experienced threats impacting our teammates' safety and well-being. Never fucking prove it, do they? They never justify it with an example. Quote, given these volatile circumstances, we read that in our earlier argument. Quote, oh, well, actually, this is a longer one. Uh, we are making adjustments to our plans, introducing and removing items that have been at the center of the most significant confrontational behavior. Our focus is now on moving forward with our community, uh, with our continuing commitment to the LGBTQIA plus community and standing with them as we celebrate pride month throughout the year quote they say grooming isn't happening tpusa contributor morgan mcmunkle asked then why are there baby pride baby onesies yeah fair fucking question uh it's trending again boycott target i've seen this video now being posted everywhere here at target because i heard that their new pride collection was out so let's take a look this is a special swimsuit it is invented for tucking lesbian are they amoebas here at target because i heard that their new pride collection was out so let's take a look this is a special swimsuit it is invented for tucking lesbians are they amoebas these don't even look like people queer queers this right here these are baby clothes they say that grooming isn't happening then why are there pride baby onesies trans people will always exist this is the ugliest shirt i've ever seen they make themselves not i don't care if you're queer why would you wear this this is ugly kids going to a, a pride parade you got a little pride skirt for your kid super queer just like all like a, like a superpower. They will target. make fun of what is going on. This is pretty different. Like you know me, I got political shirts. Most of what I wear are political shirts. You know, I got my kind of boomerific ones, of course. Like I'd say one of the most I have two shirts that are pretty boomer. One is LGBT, but it's like liber it's a Statue of Liberty, a gun, beer, and Trump. Um and another one is just Trump standing with his arm crossed and goes, How may I offend you today? Those are like my two most boomerific shirts. Most of my other political shirts are either like just straight up a message like defund ukraine or you know something along those lines I, I have a shirt that has a pink movie to guide it and says trans women are men and most of them have penises too so you know stuff like that things that are like memes and kind of edgy these shirts are just fucking like straight up boomer shirts like what what is this woodstock parody collection for pride the tucking bathing suit though Th this is something new i have yet to see a bathing suit that is for tucking okay uh why do you keep cutting it out interesting i like temple lol what the fuck ceo of target brian cullen selling out to the lgbtq plus community so temple's response is lol what the fuck from girls bathing suits made for boys with extra room to hide maturing penises to t-shirts framing queerness as a superpower the gear sparked anger in parents who saw it 
as an intentionally as intentionally ushering their children into the alternative sexual lifestyle and gender identities quote boycott target began to trend on social media as parents and customers spoke up about the collection target claimed the tucking swimsuits were only for adults they made similar claims last year when they began selling breast binders for women as but then why is it in the kids section i guess it's the ultimate question here as well as what's called packing underwear breast binders are meant to suppress the appearance of breasts the pride adult tomboy x compression top launch at the retailer last year was advertised as being designed to keep you comfortable while letting you have your best be your best self the pride play just been playing in that delusion the longest time the pride line was advertised by bare-chested women with visible masculine uh with visible mastectomy scars so top surgery wounds from breast removal surgeries as part of a sex change procedures the packers let women who wish to appear male uh to appear with male stuff wow in their underpads with what resembles to be a flaccid phallus under clothes pride packing underwear in black inspired oh, wow really in black inspired uh confidence quote read reads the descriptions pride packing underwear in a black inspired confidence so if i get this i'll just have a giant bbc mm. such a kind of a selling point the <laughs> on the tomboy x website the details on packing underwear go further saying quote this version of your classic six fly boxer briefs features a deep pocket to securely and comfortably accommodate a soft ma- uh, female to male pe- packer packer's a substitute for pecker got it combined with our oh so soft stretchy blend of cotton signature stay put ra- uh, waistband and chafe free mid-length coverage these briefs ensure comfortable uh comfort and confidence all day long because the packer sits inside the pouch stp used is not recommended much of the gear is gone from target's website but the damage has been done target now joins other brands that largely have embraced queer and gender ideology at their peril and to the customer's dismay bud light is still reeling oh yeah we have an update about that coming out later on from a disastrous marketing partnership with trans tiktoker Dylan Mulvaney who has only last year met president joe only last year met president joe biden to advise him on how important it is to let children have sex changes Mulvaney also said misgendering him should be an arrestable offense what a this dude needs to shut his fucking mouth meanwhile Newsom is poised to sign by the way It would be pretty funny. No one should do this, but if people just posted me saying Dill Mulvaney's a guy and tagged Dill Mulvaney in it, that'd be kind of funny. Not don't do it, but it'd be kind of funny. And other can uh <laughs> and other candies in his uh other candies in his state do the chemi- wait, let me reread this. Meanwhile, Newsom is poised to sign a law banning Skittles and other candies in his state due to chemicals that affect human reproduction but also passes laws that allow children to seek sex changes without parental knowledge or consent Newsom's priorities 
have little to do with those of the rest of the country. Yeah, and I absolutely agree. This is an absolute fucking joke. So that being said, I'm just going to let the clips play us out from here. I've been your host, James Madison. Let Target burn. I'll talk to you all later. We're at Target right now, and there's a lot of controversy going on about all of the pride stuff that's coming out with kids' clothes and things like that. So we're going to go to the kids' section, and we're actually going to see if they're putting weird, creepy, uncomfy stuff on children's clothing. Okay, this is the child section. This is literally the kids' section. I'm next to a literal onesie that says whatever the hell that means. We have glad you came out and I'm so happy that you're queer in the kids section. Are you kidding me? I'm sorry, but pride and toddler don't belong in the same sentence. So I found an extra small swimsuit in the child section. It says light binding effect on it. And then the bottoms in the kids section, keep in mind, say tuck friendly construction they're giving it to your kids if that doesn't give you a reason to boycott target i don't know what does but this shit's getting out of hand they're targeting children whether you like it or not and it's time that people actually do something about it because if they don't then guess what that shit won't just be in target it'll be in every store ever pov you take your kid to target this is cool queen 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 <laughs> queens take care of each other Mom says I'm supposed to be more organized. Can I work on this for my reading log? Perfect for our beach vacation. Dad, can we pull out your CD player? Fit for anyone and everyone? Let's get this for mom. Live, laugh, Lebanese. <laughs> Trains and people will always exist. That's not what it says. Christians, now more than ever, it's time for us to go stand in front of targets and we boycott. We speak out against everything else, but when it comes to this, we are quiet, we are silent, we take the back seat and we're hushed, we're in hush mode against this spirit that is trying to take over. Now, I'm in Texas and I already know Texans, y'all got some integrity. I believe there's some citizens, kingdom citizens in Texas that ain't gonna allow this to continue. I'm at the, the target in Cedar Hill. I'm going to hit every target I can until we make a noise for them to pull this stuff off the shelf. And, and, and we say enough is enough. And until you move it, we will not give you a dime of our money target. This has to be stopped.
thought it was all over. America's been drinking beer from a company that doesn't even know which restroom to use. That's why I created Conservative Dad's ultra-right, 100% woke-free beer. As conservatives, we're constantly getting hit in the face, left and right, by the woke mind virus. But the last place we want it is in our beer. If you know which bathroom to use, you know what beer you should be drinking. Stop giving money to woke corporations that hate our values. And to the rest of you woke corporations, stay the away from our kids. Buy yours online in 42 states at ultrarightbeer.com. Tastes like freedom.